Welcome to the Audacious Intent Podcast. This podcast is for women of faith who are ready to be audacious while living a life on their terms with grace and ease. I look forward to sharing empowerment, encouragement, and tips to equip you in living life intentionally with purpose. All right, Queen, let's listen in to this week's episode. All right, all right. Welcome, everyone, to the third season of the podcast. Yes, I'm excited, you guys. Thank you so much for all of your support, for getting me through the first two seasons, and now to be here with me for my third season of the Audacious Intent podcast. And if you guys were listening last year, you know that I started having guests on the podcast. And it has been an absolute joy to bring different people on from different areas of business and life with different conversations to bring added value to this community. Because I so believe that it's not just me that you guys need to listen to or hear from with great advice, empowerment, and resources, but that it is good to spread the wealth and share the love and bring other people who may have same, similar, or even different vantage points to help you in your quest of living life on your terms with grace and ease. And so today I have the wonderful Donna Tishjohn on today. She's so amazing. I've seen her stuff. No, we didn't meet on Clubhouse because that's usually where I meet everybody. But I did connect with her on a pod matching platform. And I'm just so honored that she took the opportunity to come onto the podcast and to share her knowledge with you. So, Donna, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Please introduce yourself and tell everybody who you are and who you serve. Well, it is a pleasure to be here, and I am excited that this is a new season, a new year, and a fresh new beginning. Um, I like to try to focus as every day is a new beginning, but that doesn't always work for us. I am Donna Tashton. I am a life mastery coach um, with Vibrant Living International, and I am also an author. I also have my own podcast as well, and I love to help people rise above the pain and disappointments, traumatic things that have happened to us, and live life with joy and ease. I call it Let's turn our baggage into luggage and create the life we have always dreamed. Ooh, okay. I'm <laughs> loving that right there. Turn your baggage into luggage. The reason that is so key, because, you know, everyone used to love the favorite song by Erica, you know, Badu, bag lady, you gonna miss your bus. It's so true because we unknowingly carry on that baggage from all of our experiences and our faults and our mistakes and things that happen and we just carry them all to time and the thing is that keeps us from having our hands open to receive the other blessings that God has for us yeah so I definitely love that statement what was it that was pivotal for you to even start on this journey and helping others well, how long do we have? Um, <laughs> that's a that's a little bit of a long story, but um, 
I had a I had a traumatic childhood and it is funny that we really don't call our own past traumatic. And um one of the best ways to describe some type of traumatic event or painful past is it causes injury to our soul and in some events to our brain and we have become used to it and we minimize it. It's like that was no big deal. It's just kind of the way my past, it's just the way I grew up. And we minimize it and we don't realize that we're carrying it along. So I, um, it's an interesting story, but I won't go into it all. I was, um, became pregnant, uh, not of my free will at the age of 14. And, um, though that's, and there was some things that happened prior to that, but that was a big one. I raised my little girl and I've always had a passion. Um, my daughter said there was always women on the couch talking with you and crying. And so I've always had a mentoring. Um, when I was in the church setting, it would be discipling kind of heart, uh, pastoral care and it's helping people through life's events. And I, I started about 10, I guess it's about 10 years ago. I went to work at a nonprofit organization thinking it was going to be the way that I could do that passion that was still in my heart. Now that I'm all grown up, my kids are raised. I've got grandkids. It's like, what can I do that I know God's called me to more? That's the best way I know how to describe it. And I worked there for a while and it really wasn't hitting that spot, but we put our all of our hopes and eggs in one basket, and I had done that. And management changed, and it not only wasn't hitting the spot, it became uncomfortably miserable. But I held on going, this has got to be it. And I limited what I thought God was capable doing through me, and I just limited myself. So anyway, I was let go of the job. I remember what the weather was like. I remember what time it was. I remember it all. And it was March 31st, and it was doing that sleety rain stuff that we get here in Michigan, and it matched my face. And I couldn't even catch my breath. I didn't know what I was going to do. But that I call that now the worst day. Well, maybe not the worst, but a really bad day. And the best day of my life, because that began me to really do some soul seeking to see what I was supposed to do with my life and what I was supposed to do from there. And Vibrant Living International was born out of that. That is amazing. And it's so interesting that as I continue to have these conversations with amazing individuals, there's always like this pivotal, yes. you know, God instance, as one of my friends has mm-hmm. to call it, is a God instance that we have taken our pain and are now using it purposefully to help others do the same thing. Yes. And Absolutely. it really is our our commitment and our obedience. And I also like to say our positioning with God to allow him to give us the ability to go out for the more he's already asked for us. So tell me how important was your relationship with God that really helped you get through this worst, best day of your life that brought so much growth for you? Well, he has been the thing that um, 
I'm not really a thing, is it? But he has been the important part of my life that has brought me to where I am. And that was only one, you know, I shared the one earlier event and there's others that I could share. So, but we just hunker down and say, you know, I know how to, I I, I just got to get through this. And we ignore really what it was doing. Have you ever been called too sensitive? Have you ever been called a crybaby? You know, all, all of the things that we get called and we just stuff it down. And so God, without God, I have no clue where I would have been. Um, probably all the things that were said about me at 14 and pregnant. Um, but he has without, I give him all of, he's, he's the key. That's the best way I know how to say it. Absolutely. He is the key that unlocks the doors that we want opened. And sometimes he's the key and the lock to keep doors closed at the same time that need to stay closed. And we're trying to kick it back open. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm bringing you through this door for a reason. And how has this new, I would say, journey, this new passion for you, how has it been so helpful to those that you work with? Well, through this process of me developing and launching Vibrant Living International, I discovered a, a system that I have created to help us to turn our baggage into luggage and then create the life that we've always wanted but didn't think was really possible. And so I have a step-by-step system to help people do that. One of the main keys is No matter what you're facing, I can give you one tidbit that no matter what you go through, if you do this, you will learn something, you will grow, and you will move through it. You want to know what it is? Absolutely. I call it building our understanding muscle or superpower. And what I mean by that is understanding means that I know that I don't know how at this moment, but something good is going to come out of this. I'm going to look for the gift. So if I was to say baggage thinking, baggage thinking is that wasn't fair. It wasn't right. It wasn't just somebody needs to pay. This was just wrong. And we feel, and there's a lot of things that's happened in our life that that would qualify. But when I stay in that place, then I am frustrated and I carry it around with me. Luggage thinking, if I use the analogy, is I don't, this wasn't right, and I can't make it go away. It's part of me, but I'm going to use it to grow and become the best me I can be and help other people in the process. I call this kind of situations gifts wrapped in sandpaper. They rub us the wrong way, and it's really hard to find the gift sometimes. But just the act of beginning to look for the gift lifts my eyes off of the floor or my feet and begins to say, what could God do with this? I don't know how it's possible, but I'm going to look for the gift and keep a bigger picture in mind. Don't let this be The whole, your whole book, it's a chapter or a paragraph in your book and begin to look for the gift in every situation. That was powerful, Donna. And I really resonate with that because I like to say too that 
it's in our being uncomfortable is where our greatest growth resides. But we're so afraid to be uncomfortable because it's un, it's un, we don't know. It's unknown. We don't know what's going to be around the corner. So we like to be safe and with our nice fuzzy blanket and just be comfortable. But I know through those transition times that I actually had the most growth in God and in myself when I opened myself to being okay with being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Yes. I love the name of your podcast because you can't be audacious and be hidden. (laughs) 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 You can't be audacious and, and be, I know, be thinking about yourself, you know, that comfortable place. Audacious requires you to love big. It requires you to act big. It requires you to say yes. It requires you to use imagination, your intention and faith to be able to be the best you, you can absolutely be. And I love, I use the word audacious often. So when I saw your podcast, I'm like, I've got to talk to this girl. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. And it truly was a God download, um, the name of the podcast, because I didn't know what it was going to be at first, but he actually changed like my whole business name and everything to include audacious in it. And especially for me, it's being bold for those who are living with autoimmune and chronic illness because Mm -hmm. we're shown to be silent, that our voice doesn't matter, that we should be only seen but not heard. And so we stay quiet in isolation because of the shame and stigma and misunderstandings that come with it. And so it was really God having to help me first love who I was in him to be able to now show other women the same thing. Now, okay, look what he's doing for me. Just imagine what more he can do for you. Yep. By looking at my journey. It's yes. been 20 years of living with autoimmunity. But there's been those highs and those lows, but I can say I have learned from every single experience and have been able to look at my growth along the way which we discount so often. It's like, oh, no, I haven't grown. I haven't done much. And it's like, no, but you're discounting all your small steps that leads to the bigger step. And so I'm just honored to be in this position to have this platform to be of hope and inspiration to other people because there's enough negativity in the world to go around the world. Yeah, multiple there sure times. is. There sure but is. But we need those lights of beacons of hope. And that's what you're doing with vibrant living. That is saying, I am here and I will thrive despite my differences. Yes. And I absolutely, absolutely love that. So share with us how it affected your family and friends. Because, you know, when you take a shift to something, it doesn't just affect you. It affects everyone who surrounds you. I would love if you could share on that. Well, when I discovered that I wanted to become a coach. Um, I had no clue what coaching really was to me. That was like the football player coach yelling at people on the sideline. And that wasn't me. <laughs> and so when I discovered that, then um, I went back to school to learn how to do what I was innately gifted at even better. And remember, I just lost a job. So we didn't really have the funds 
to pay for the school. And I had no idea how we were going to pay for it. But I did Geronimo and jumped anyway, if you will. Um, and I have gotten more than the first certification. I've continued my education to improve. So my husband was supportive and has watched. He, one of the best ways to describe how it affected my family is a couple years ago, my daughter gave me a card in my Christmas gift. And it said to the woman who shows us always to go after her dreams. Wow. And that's the best way I know how to describe it is, is I'm the the response I get from people who know me is I'm an inspiration to help them push through the pain points because I've had them and be able to be who God created us to be. And that is not small. That is audacious and amazing. And it's when I'm truly me and I don't try to be you that I'm amazing. But if I try to be you, I'm a poor imitation. And I was never supposed to be you. But we try to copy people and everything because we're unhappy with ourselves. So learning how to love yourself and discover all of the gifts has been one of the most fun that I have had on this journey is discovering all the gifts. I'm like, wow, I didn't know I could do that. Wow, I didn't know I could do that and be able to grow and embrace it and live audaciously. Ah, that is such a breath of fresh air. (laughs) But I definitely want to jump back to when you said you kind of had to do a Geronimo and take Mm -hmm. that leap. I think so often we're afraid to take that leap because we're waiting for the right time, the right (laughs) circumstance, the right situation, the right confirmation. God, if that's really you, please flip the light a couple times. (laughs) Then I know it's you. So how important is it in going ahead and taking that leap of faith, knowing that God still has you on the other side? Uh Well, the first thing is to recognize that God has me. The way that I approached it is, is God, can God handle if this, if I fail at this? (laughs) Because, because we're picturing failure when we're jumping. We're really not picturing, most of us anyway, are not picturing everything going well. And so that's the way I, God, if I, I I believe this is you, I'm going to take this jump. And I'm going to trust you that if I'm making a mistake, that you're big enough to handle it and that we will work together to whatever the next step is. So that's where my faith has become so important to me is I tell my God, I mean, I tell my problem how big my God is, not the other way around. I don't go to God and say how big my problem is, but I tell my problem how big my God is and remind you that there is nothing that is impossible. All things are possible. One of the best advice I got from one of my coaches was proceed, get up every day and proceed as if success is inevitable. Get up every day and proceed as if success is inevitable. And then you face things differently. We don't do that most of the time. We get up up every day with timidity or feeling like, okay, I'll speak for myself. Maybe not everybody. Maybe I'm all alone. 
but we get up with timidity and afraid that something's going to fail or that we're going to do something wrong. Remember, we're supposed to be seen and not heard and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not audacious living. That's not vibrant living. That is so true. And I think a lot of times, too, it's our environments yes. that kind of precipitates that, you know, yes. coming from a West Indian background. We were told as children, you're to be seen, not heard. Stay out of grown folks' conversations. So you will learn that your voice was not important. You had to stay silent. Well, that's not exclusive to that, your (laughs) nationality, I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's probably that generation. You know, I'm an 80s child. You know, it's just like, (laughs) ugh. And so you bring it on into adulthood, still Mm -hmm. on that same wavelength. Until you're exposed to different. Right. But you have to have that exposure to different to, in a sense, someone says, unlearn to relearn Mm -hmm. what is already yours to begin with. Yes. That I like that. Proceed as a success is inevitable. inevitable. It is similar to how um, for those who follow Darren Hardy, he's always saying, be the exception every day. Mm-hmm. You're meant to stand out and be set apart. And I know that can be very conflicting because we look at society and even just even in commercials. And it's like, you're not cool if you don't do this. <laughs> yes. You're a loser if you don't do that, if you don't come on into that. Mm-hmm. And so it takes such tenacity. And as you said, the audaciousness to stay true to what you know is true for you. Mm hmm. And I think in just your journey and how you're embodying that in other people is making that very evident and clear that it's okay to be different. Everyone's not meant to like you, but there's nothing wrong with being you and shining ever so brightly in the process. Yes, absolutely. I just love that. So when you are not Saving the world through <laughs> confidence and ease. <laughs> what do you enjoy in your downtime? Oh, I have I have um, eight grandkids, and they are a joy. So I love spending time with my grandkids and my children. So family is super important to me. I love to read, um, and I am. You will always see me with a cup of tea. I'm a tea drinker. And my other thing is, is spending time with my husband. Um, we don't have to be doing anything. It's just being with him. We've been married 38 years now. And um, the other thing I love to do when it's quiet and things is I love jazz music. So those are some things about me. Oh, that's amazing. Yes, I can resonate with the reading. I'm now a tea lover. I weaned myself off of coffee. Yes, I hear the shocks in the background. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, people. And I definitely love jazz. But then the other thing is I'm a glorified cat lady. So if I see the neighborhood cats, I'm feeding them. If I see a cute kitty video on YouTube, I'm watching it. That is what keeps me in my zen space. So yeah, I'm a dog. dog person. I have two puppy dogs. Oh. Oh. Yes. That. So, Donna, please mm-hmm. share with everyone how they can connect with you to learn more of how you can help them with their confidence and ease. 
Well, there's all kinds of free goodies and resources on my website, and that is I, the letter I, vibrantliving.com. I'm also on all the different social medias, mostly on Facebook and LinkedIn, but my name is unusual, and so it will be easy for you to search, and then you can find resources, send me a message or a friend request, and we can connect as well. So that would be the the two most easiest ways. I love that. And it has been such a pleasure having you on this inaugural first episode (laughs) of the season three podcast. I would love for you to give just one parting thought for our audience to leave with today. Hmm. Let me think of what I would like to say on that. I would like to encourage the people listening to listen to your heart, get quiet and listen. And what would you really love to have? Because it's possible. You are amazing. And if no one has told you, I believe in you. On my website, you can also schedule a complimentary consultation. And if I'm not, as a life coach, the right support for you, I will find someone who is because you are amazing and I want you to be all that you can be and live audaciously and vibrantly. Wow, that is a powerful way to end this episode. And guys, thank you so much for taking the opportunity out of your day to listen to this podcast because we know time is our most precious commodity. And I hope that you take away some ahas that can help you continue to live your life on purpose. Thank you again for listening in and may you be confident in all that you do. Take care, everyone. Bye. This has been the Audacious Intent Podcast with Imani Harris. I hope something you listened to today was a blessing to you. If you have any aha moments or feedback from today's episode, message me on Instagram at AudaciousAmani or hello at AudaciouslyMade.com. Be sure to join me next time for another episode of empowerment and encouragement to help you live audaciously. Thanks for listening and may you continue to shine in all that you do.